Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome. It's uh, 10.07 WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Will Marotti Show. This is Will Marotti, your host, Joey Burgoyne, the legendary Joe Burgoyne, filling in for uh, Matt this week. Glad to have you, Joey, managing the tone and tempo of the program, making sure we're on cue, on time, and on subject. Um, Report today, Russian forces bombarded several towns in eastern Ukraine, destroying an airport, damaging several civilian targets. You saw, of course, the carnage that took place at the train station. They just blew people up, destroyed them. Um, The shift of the war, fears of full-scale military confrontation will open on open terrain, prompted Ukrainian officials to call for Western alliances to step up weapons shipments in efforts to strengthen Ukraine's position in the battlefield. Ukraine is preparing for a massive attack in the East. Its ambassador to the United States uh, warned Sunday on Face the Nation, uh, just too many of them, and, and we, they have so much equipment. It looks like they're going to use all of it. I mean, they're outnumbered, they're outgunned, although Russians are experiencing, at least being reported, huge losses. Um, what, what's the end of this? What is the end game here, and, and what can we do to help? Let's go now to our guest on the hotline from the Heritage Foundation. We've got a tremendous experience, military experience, 30 years in the military, most of that time in Special Forces, served in the Pentagon, West Point graduate, uh, always a, a, a welcome guest and a good friend. Steve Bucci, welcome back. It's good to be back, Pastor. Thank you for having me. So uh, everyone saw the images of the uh, the bombed-out train area and dead bodies scattered throughout and just uh, horrific, horrific, and, and not getting any better. Is that is that fair, fair to say, based on what you're saying, that this is just keeps getting worse? Well, we keep finding out more things that have happened, you know, under the radar, the stuff in, in the uh... – Kiev suburb of Bucha and some of the other areas where we're finding mass graves. In some cases, they didn't even bother to hide them. People are laying in the street, hands tied behind their backs. I heard a report this morning of of some of these bodies have been mutilated. You know, their tongues cut out, some other bizarre things like that. Mm. Uh, 
and and then this the train station was particularly horrific because the Ukrainians apparently had notified the Russians, hey, we're moving refugees out from the train station this day. Let them know they not only hit it, but they hit it with a missile that had written on it in Russian for the children, uh, which is just, you know, Talk about pouring salt into a wound is is pretty darn horrific. Uh, And for those who are thinking, well, what the the Russians are saying, the Ukrainians did that to themselves. Well, Mm -hmm. if you look at the trajectory from where the missile came from, uh, there's no Ukrainians there uh, and Ukrainians don't have that type of missile. So Mm -hmm. for all those, you know, believing the Russian propaganda that this was the Ukrainians doing it to themselves to try and cause a problem. That's baloney. Yeah. Uh, this was a Russian attack, uh, clear and simple, uh, with the most horrific undertones to it. Uh, you know, it's just, it's almost like the Russians are asking the Ukrainians to start committing atrocities against the Russians in response. How in the world they're, they're maintaining their... Uh, you know, their humanity, the Ukrainians' humanity in the face of this is beyond me. But it's, yeah. uh, uh, the Russians are, are pu- putting a sharp stick in, in the Ukrainians' eyes and, and the world's eyes and daring us all to do something about it. Yeah. Well, you know, when we talked last week, I was uh, and continue to be frustrated about uh, the response. I mean, I, I know they're talking about more weapons and we're sending things in. Uh, I, I don't imagine even if, if we had, I mean, I do see that we're doing joint operations with Poland and, and I think that's kind of good, at least, uh, good optics. Uh, we talked about, you know, use of special, special, uh, forces. Um, I don't think they're going to advertise, we're not going to advertise that if we were doing it right. So it would be hard I, to I know if, <laughs> if we had special operators in there. I hope we do. Um, it, but it just doesn't seem like what whatever's being done doesn't seem like it's enough. And I'm wondering is is it you know I, I'm not a big fan and I know you're not either of the of the no fly zone, but you know do the, do the MIGs make a difference? Is there is there is there a is there a game changer thing that we could do, uh, Steve, that could could change the the direction of this thing in a in a relatively short amount of time? Uh, yeah, I think. The introduction, if they're not there already, of of Western Special Operations Forces to both train with and fight with the Ukrainians in their efforts, their what we would consider low intensity conflict efforts. You know, the guerrilla fighting, trying to to uh, really hamper the Russians' logistical capabilities, that sort of stuff. That if we sent in our special operators with the Ukrainians, that capacity would go up tremendously today uh on the the other one is getting them more weapons of the soviet vintage that the ukrainians can just jump into and start to to fight with and drive away with uh we could do that immediately there's the the poles the hungarians uh the romanians all of these former soviet countries all the baltic countries that's what they have Mm -hmm. we could give that to them today Mm-hmm. And they could start fighting with them. And if they had those, those armor, you know, tanks, self-propelled artillery, larger anti-aircraft missile systems like the S-300, 
which can target aircraft at higher altitudes, mm-hmm. higher than the stingers can, can hit, those could be used today. There's no train up. It's just the only delay would be the logistics of getting them there. Uh, I, I had to laugh. At the, it was a very – the rest of it was very good on 60 Minutes interview with, with Vladimir uh, Zelensky mm-hmm. uh, talking about what he needed, talking about you know his response to the West. And he uh, – at one point, though, the, the report went – you know was not Zelensky. It was the Americans talking to the TV mm-hmm. saying – the Biden administration has been cajoling our allies to try and get some of these Soviet weapon systems to uh, the, the Ukrainians. That's a bunch of nonsense. They're, they're not. Most of those countries have said, we'll they're ready to go. This. We'll give it to them. Yeah. But we need something to backfill us because we're pretty close to Russia, too. And we can't you know, give away all our stuff and just be naked in the briar patch. Can you please give us some American stuff? which we'd like to transfer to anyway, which, sure. by the way, is a good thing for America. It means they're going to buy our stuff eventually. That's right. Yeah. Uh, can you give us some of that just as a stopgap until we can buy some more? Right. We'll give all of our Soviet stuff to the Ukrainians. And the Biden administration, and they keep blaming the Pentagon, which, like the Pentagon has the authority to tell right. the administration no, uh, and, and saying, well, they just can't do it. It's too difficult to do the paperwork. That's a bunch of nonsense. You know, if the president looks at the secretary of defense and says, move X, Y, and Z starting tomorrow, it gets moved. Yeah. You know, the, the, the Pentagon does not say, well, sir, you know, we don't really have the paperwork done, so we can't do that. They follow orders. And the White House blaming the Pentagon's bureaucracy for this is, is you know, in, incredible. So we could do that today and that would have a huge uh including aircraft by the mm-hmm. way because if mm-hmm. we could give them some migs they can do their own no-fly zone they, you mm-hmm. know it, it's as we talked about given that a lot of these aircraft and missiles are being fired outside of ukrainian airspace so the planes go up they're still over russian or belarusian airspace and they fire their ordnance from there Mm-hmm. Uh, a no-fly zone, unless you're going to invade Russian airspace, a no-fly zone's not going to be that helpful. Right. But we should give the Ukrainians the aircraft to go after the Russians wherever they are in the air, and the Russian troops on the ground in the close air support mode uh, would make a tremendous difference. Well, you know, Stephen, I, I, I don't know. Again, I, I, you try to you try to make the best determinations you can, you know, based on what you're seeing, the source, you know, I've seen at least two reports that have said that that the the holdup um, for like the story in Poland, releasing the MIGs and backfilling with with U.S. armaments. Uh, I've read at least two reports that that the blockage is actually Biden, that Biden is the one who either held it up or said no or or stalled it. And of course, is is it Biden making decision? Is it somebody else? Who knows at this point? We don't know who's running the thing anymore. Um. But I, I'm just I'm just wondering, um, I'm just wondering what do we have to do to get them to move? What do we have to do to actually get them to to, to do what 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 they we need them to do? I uh, you know it, Pastor. The only thing citizens of a country like ours can do is they can contact their legislators. They can put pressure on them. There's already 
you know, for America in 2022, an unbelievable amount of bipartisan support in the legislature sure. to get this stuff to move. Mm-hmm. That actually works in our system. I know people get frustrated. They think, oh, I write a letter or I send an email. Nobody reads that. They do. And, <laughs> and if there's enough of them, it does get those guys and gals to move because they want to be reelected. So do that. Write to the administration. Let them know. These folks do bend to public opinion uh, to a degree. It's not Mm -hmm. not 100 percent. It's not immediate, but it's worth the effort to do that. We have to let them know. I agree with you. You know, we can't let and it's hard to to stop the the administration portraying it the way they want to see it, like saying, you know, they're cajoling everybody else to do this when they're not. Uh, The problem is. The, the mainstream media repeats it. They, they accept yeah, yeah. that well, narrative when it's not accurate, and uh, that's a problem. And you're right. We don't know if Biden's really, you know, we don't even know if Biden watches the news. Yeah. You know, he may just get sent out with his little note cards. He says it, and then he leaves. Uh, but ultimately, he's responsible. So if somebody's pulling the strings, then Biden is still going to go down in history as the guy who blew this. Uh, so it, it would be nice if Biden would would man up and act like the president and do the right thing, uh, even if his his advisors don't want him to. But I just can't see even his advisors. What is the justification for not moving? Yeah, uh, it's it just it's horrific watching these scenes from Ukraine. And, you know, and if you listen to Zelensky last night, he didn't say anything bad about the Biden administration. No, no, but you're looking for help. You're not going to shoot yourself in the foot, right? Damning with faint praise. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's doing, you know, he's helping us and we thank him for that. But there's so much more he could yeah. do and, and so much more we need him to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's sad. And it's yeah. it's an embarrassment to America as, as the supposed leader of the free world. He's not being the leader of the free world. I would have to agree Zelensky, by example, is is showing leadership to the free world. Yeah. Unfortunately, the Biden administration is not taking the hint. You know, I I understand in our country our our leader has a dual role. He's he's both like the the chief executive of of the government. He's also the commander in chief of the military. And I'm I'm imagining you you still have friends who are active and who are still. Um, you know, serving roles in the military. So I, and I'm not asking you to divulge anything, you know, uh, confidential, but what, if you had to, if you had to guess, how do you think people in the military are feeling about the commander in chief when they've had some strong, strong leaders in the past? And, and again, for, for his fault, not his fault, uh, what, what by all accounts, even, even liberals will say, a very diminished Joe Biden when he when he struggles putting sentences together and he turns off in wrong directions where he's not supposed. I mean, what do you think the people in the military are feeling about the commander in chief right now? Uh, you know, first I'll say, you know, for people who think the military are all just slavering to go to war and kill people, that's trash. That's nonsense. Mm-hmm. Nobody hates going to war as much as the military because we're the ones who die or lose our limbs right. in the process. Right. right. So. Uh, but that said, we have a very strong ethos in the military of 
helping those who need help mm-hmm. to, to fight with the underdog, mm-hmm. in this case, Ukraine. So there, mm-hmm. I know there's people out there in uniform who are going, boss, for God's sake, send us in. We can help. <laughs> we can make a difference here. Uh, it's worth the effort. Yeah. Uh, so that element of it is very frustrating for them. Uh, the military tends to be, frankly, pretty um, forgiving of, mm-hmm. of our civilian leaders when, you know, when they do face these tough decisions. So we understand how difficult it is. They're sending us. So, you know, we want them to have to you know, take a breath before they say, go shoot somebody, because, yeah. you know, that has incredible meaning. Mm-hmm. That said, our, our, our folks, they're frustrated They yeah. you know, they're. They're say people are saying one thing and doing another. Uh, we like leaders who are capable. You know, they don't all have to be big-chested, bellowing. You know, generals. Yeah. We, yeah. we accept that we work for the civilians, but they need to be people who are capable, who can put a sentence together. You know, with when the lights turn on, uh, and and seem to be mentally capable of the the leadership role. Uh, But, you know, we don't depose people in the military. The American military has never had a coup. I pray we never will. Uh, You know, the the civilians need to get this together because the military gets very frustrated. And Mm -hmm. and it's what part of our frustration is we'll do nothing, we'll do nothing, we'll do nothing. Then suddenly when the situation is really bad, They'll send us in and say, please do everything. And in the effort to try and accomplish that, we lose more people than we should have if we had moved with better planning and more, uh, you know, time to get it done right. And that's mm-hmm. that's what we saw in the, the exit from Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we're pretty good at that sort of stuff. But you got to give us, you know, the couple of days notice to, to plan it and execute it properly. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Hey, listen, always a pleasure. Thank you, uh, Steve. We love talking to you and, and, the, and the information and the, and the knowledge and the history that you bring. So have a, have a great day. Have a wonderful week. Steve Bucci from the Heritage Foundation. Thanks so much. Thank you, Pastor, and God bless. All right. Talk to you soon. Uh, we'll take a break here for commercials, 860-522-9842. And we've got a couple more amens that came in. We're one shy, one shy of the record <laughs> right now. <laughs> So it was pretty good. Uh, stay with us right here on the Monday edition of the Will Marotti Show. We'll be right back. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1038 WKIC News Talk 1080. We're up to, we've tied the record now. We just got a, we just got another. No, no, we're ahead. We're ahead. New record today for Amen's. Uh, Willie S., uh, Jonathan M., and let's see, who is the latest, the latest? Sharik has come in. So now we're at 49 Amen's. New record. And uh, and still at forty eight percent female participation. What a great what a great day! Wow, so wonderful. Hey, uh, let's go to the calls eight six zero five two two 
888-526-9842. Trying to make your life simpler. Just one number now. Just the one number, 860-522-9842. Put that in your phone. Put it on so you can immediately just speed dial the show whenever you want to call. I only say something great about the Odyssey app, by the way. I tell you all the time, you should download the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. I was working in my home office uh, Friday afternoon, all afternoon, and I was so grateful because on my Odyssey app, I was listen, able to listen to the Red Sox game. Now they lost, which was horrible to, to the evil empire. But um, but what a, what a, I didn't I didn't have to worry. Didn't go online. Just to, clicked on my phone, went on my app, and there it was. And I was listening, to, able to listen on on. Uh, you know, it was wonderful. So I just feel like listen, uh, it's a great app. You can get all the podcasts. If you missed the show, you can go on, or you can go online wtic.com. You can always still do that. But you can listen to the program. I know a lot of you are listening to the podcast. You can't necessarily make it during the. The 9 to 11 uh, hours, which is fine. You ca- you pick it up at night in the afternoon. You listen to it on podcast. So thank you so much. It's wonderful. Wonderful to be able to do that. All right, let's go to uh, Stephen in Springfield. Stephen, welcome to the show. Hi, hi Pastor Will. Um, I, I, I did a little bit of research on Google. Yes. And uh, I was trying to find out uh, you know, what problem. would happen if we impeach Biden or if we impeach Harris. And, and the bottom line, just impeaching one of those two, will not do any good. If you impeach Biden, Kamala Harris becomes president. Right, right. If you impeach Kamala Harris, Nancy uh, <laughs> President Biden just picks somebody else. Oh, okay. It has to be a joint impeachment conviction for the both of them. You know, I mean, the way oh, I really? figure we voted for them as a ticket, we got to yeah, get rid of them yeah. as a ticket. Okay, so it's if you got to get one, you got to get both. Okay. Oh, absolutely, because yeah. leaving one in there just screws everything up. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I was thinking like uh, treasonous deals with foreign countries with our enemies and criminal racketeering. And, and maybe Durham will have some more ammunition if the Republicans win by the well, time they I, get I, in. I heard a really smart person over the week say over the weekend say that the only charge that needs to be leveled is is treason, because here's why he's not protecting the country because he's allowing for an open southern border. He's not controlling the border, therefore he's not protecting the people, therefore it's an act of treason, high crime, misdemeanor, and, and that's all you need right there. You build the case, make the case that he's not controlling the border, and, and that's all you would need. That's what a, a person smarter than I said. So I don't know, I don't know, but, but you're saying I get both of them, it's a package deal. Oh, absolutely, and, yeah. and the other thing too is that um, a treason trial isn't really a court proceeding, it doesn't follow court rules. Right. We learn from both of Trump's impeachment. Yes. It's a political exercise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if if we win back the House with an overwhelming majority, I would say they've got a mandate to get rid of them. Yeah, I think a lot of people are talking that way. And I think, Stephen, you're right. And thank you for that information. We appreciate it. Uh, let us go to the center of the universe in uh, Waterbury. And Charles, Charles, welcome to the show. Hi, Pastor. Good morning. Um, Good morning. Yeah, I, just a relative... Young son, I used to see him at the gym, you know, a couple of years before the pandemic. Told me he was going to join the uh, service military in our country, of course. And I says, uh, why are you joining now? He says, well, because President Trump. So all that, you know, Fiona and I agreed with him because his parents, of course, were hesitant and everything else. So now I see the parents once in a while, and I just saw them recently. And I said, how's so-and-so doing? And she says, oh, he, he can call us once a week but he can't tell us where he is. And I said, well, that's good. Mm. She goes, why well. is that good? I said, because it means our country is working hard to you know, cover all the bases, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah, people no, I, may I, be I feeling out that. there, well, you gotta, we're not going to wait for something to seriously happen. 
you know, we're smart enough, even with Biden, if it's not President Biden, we have to give him the respect he's due because he's the president. Yeah. Uh, we also have to understand he's, even with President Trump, it was a group sure. of generals and admirals that he was talking with. It wasn't sure. just him. You know? Oh, right, of course. Of course, he of course. went off of the, the, uh, the track a little bit, but I, hmm. I still really miss him. I mean, he, he made it the worst <laughs> times. He, he, he put some... Uh, you know, made us feel secure. Yeah. Made us feel, and sometimes he was funny. You know, mm-hmm. he was. I really miss him a lot. I hope he yeah. can come back. But well, it, it'll be nice. It'll be nice. You know, he's really up against it. You know, his Twitter thing hurt him a little bit, but still, he was a businessman. He wanted to yeah. get. He did. He got things done. Past you know how many. Well, other- I I don't know. I didn't I didn't watch the rally. Yeah, I, I had something else going on, uh, but I will tell you this: I I I don't know what other hints he could drop. To let people know, in, in terms of uh, whether or not President Trump will run again, yeah. but uh, I, I think he, I think it's a sure thing. And I now I received word from Rudy down in Florida over the weekend that uh, Governor DeSantis said he is not going to be a candidate for president in twenty four, nor would he be a VP. Yeah, well, so that pretty much combo there. Yeah. He's the only guy that would be any bit of a, a challenge to Trump at this point. Uh, according to polling for primary possibilities, so it, 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 I would say it's it's just about a sure thing that that Donald Trump will run for president again. But the other thing you can tell too is we see it in the read it, see him. In it, he's losing weight. He's getting really healthy again. And he looks great. Yeah. And well. and uh, uh, DeSantis would be the great uh, vice president because where presidencies runs in the past. <laughs> It's East Coast, West Coast, or something in that order. So he's from the, you know, Florida, Panhandle, the Southern area, and this DeSantis has done great work as a governor, and he's yeah. Italian, but Italian, how great. Oh, I, I know, and, and and governors make good presidents. They For really sure. do. They I make always, good presidents. You know, before our friend Jr. All the situations. Yes. The Bush, he was on the list for a short list for vice president. George Bush said of John Rowland that he was the future of the Republican Party. Correct. And and, uh, like, uh, and and I'll tell you something. I think he he'll never do it. But if he ran today, he'd still win. I think the town he lives in, he will win that someday with it guy that's been there forever will retire and yeah. hands down. I don't, I don't think he's interested anymore. He's very well, happy with his life as it is and, and, well, I, and, I, and I wouldn't want the, I wouldn't want it either. There's no sense to, to well, jump yeah. back in the frying pan with you're that right, stuff. You're right. And, and, so. and they can't help and that's why there's a lot of great people out there, <laughs> business owners especially, don't want yeah. to get in politics because they, yeah, it's just, it's, they it's, make it's, up stories about you that aren't yeah, even true. It's just, you know? it's just horrible. It's, it's a horrible, horrible you know, if it, was, if it was up up front and honest and fair, it'd be fine, but it's it's not anymore. Charles, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. I think one more call before the break. Let's go to Kim. Kim, welcome to the show. Hello, yes, Kim. Well, thank you for letting me on. Yes. Okay. Lots of things to talk about. Okay. Well, all, you know what, then? Um, I'm going to have to limit you in maybe to one because I only got about a minute and I have to take a, take a break. Okay. Um, well, you had some a caller on earlier. This stuff, by the way, that I wanted to get out was about the FBI and okay. about Bill Barr. But um, I will settle for what you talked about earlier. What's the good that's come out of like the Russia-Ukraine thing? I'd say that really wasn't good, the question. But go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I'd say you have to find good in anything. So let me put it this way: uh, Now we have an awareness of the existence of bioweapon labs. Mm-hmm. Now we have an awareness of the Donbass bombings and what mm-hmm. was happening to the Russian Ukrainians who were being slaughtered and their land was being taken. And now we have uh, an awareness of um, 
the fighting back against the new world order that is happening when Putin goes against what the West wants. Mm. And uh, those are, that's a good thing that's come out. So in any case, uh, I'm glad you have a new sponsor, Eagle River. River. Eagle Rivet, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for roofing, because I certainly will be trying to at least contact them to try. Good. To, I'm in need of roofing. Good. And uh, in the past, I actually bought a car based on advertising on your channel. Um, wow. It was a Toyota. Mm-hmm. I was actually going to buy one in the afternoon. I told them I was coming, and I said, but I heard a radio uh, announcement for Hartford Toyota. I remember so, exactly where I heard so it going across the Hey, bridge. Kim, listen. I ended up um, buying it. I'm feeling very generous today. Call back tomorrow so we can we can have a longer conversation, right? If you okay, can. Okay, good. If you have time. I want to talk about right. uh, Bill Barr, and I want right. to I want to hear about, about that. Uh, the FBI. I want to hear about that. Thank you very much. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and set up for the last. We have time. We're going to set up for the last caller of the day, the between round bagel, last caller of the day. If you're, if you're that person, you get a dozen bagels for six months for free. They're delicious. I'd love to have one right now. Between rounds, your, your bagel store with man- locations in Manchester, South Windsor, Vernon, and Tallinn. We'll be right back. This is Local Radio, the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, 1052. We've got to go a lot of calls. We've got a full board. We're going to try to get everybody in, and then one of these folks will be the last caller of the day. Let's go to another call from Waterbury and Michelle. Michelle, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Pastor Will. Thank you for taking my call. Also, first-time caller, long time. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, last week, I, I was quite disturbed by some of the comments that a few of your callers were making concerning Thomas Claritus. Okay. And uh, the reason why is I understand uh, there might be some things that they disagree with her, whether it's abortion or the mm-hmm. gun control. I, I too, feel the same way. Mm-hmm. But the whole point is, is to knock Blumenthal out. Right, right. If, if, <laughs> if she gets in and you don't like what she's doing, well, mm-hmm. then when her time comes around, yeah. Vote her out, too. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. right now, to me, when you look at the, the, the field, and, of course, Peter Lamage is great. There's Wonderful. another woman. I don't know her name. She sounds great. But you have mm-hmm. to look at who's best for going against Blumenthal. Right. And, and I think, you know, Themis, when it comes to maybe a, a, a match between the two, uh, a debate. I think she can outdo him. Oh, I think she can. She can take care of Blumenthal. Very. She can dispatch him quickly. And well, I, you know, I agree with you. I, mean, I think you got to be a little bit more pragmatic when it comes to this. Who can beat Blumenthal? And I and, and, I th- and, and, and not only I think this, and you think this. People at the national level are thinking Themis can beat Blumenthal. Yes, and and I think that should be the goal. Otherwise, you're cutting your nose to spite your face. Exactly. I mean, exactly. You know, to hear someone say they they'd rather not vote at all. Well, then when you do that, that's a vote yeah. for Blumenthal. That's your that's you your prerogative. That's your right. Vote for Blumenthal. <laughs> I would never not vote. I, I, in my mind, that is the worst option because your vote is precious and and it is your. Not only your right, it is a responsibility as a citizen of this country, and I would hate to not vote to let it evaporate just because I couldn't make a choice. 
And so I, you know, I, I that's not Pastor, a choice for me. Michelle, I, I got to let you go because I got a full board, but thank you so much for your call. I appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Kevin in West Hartford. Kevin, welcome to the show. Hi, first time caller, Pastor Will. Thank you. Last, thank you. Last Friday, you had a caller. Uh, the second to last caller was a gentleman who called in. He was a never Trumper, hated Trump. Yeah. You kind of tried to see where he was going with this. He couldn't come up with a reason why he hates Trump, and you kind of pushed him. And <laughs> then any? you talked. You remember what I'm talking? You know who I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then you pushed him about the gas prices. Is this Biden's fault? Yeah. He got quiet all of a sudden, yeah. and he yeah. didn't know how to answer it. Yeah. And and this is the problem that we're having in this country, where people can't get out the information that they're hearing. Right. And and I bring this up because Gina McCarthy, you know who Gina McCarthy is I've in the Malloy administration? Mm-hmm. Yep. She works now for Biden administration. Yeah. And she is making policy right now to get out of fossil fuels. That is happening. I saw her web. You can all watch it on YouTube. Oh, that's right. I mean, she, she gave a speech about that. She was yes. she was like yes. death on, on putting coal and oil people out of business, out of jobs. Yes. Yeah. Just two weeks ago, yeah. I saw she wants to get rid of four-stroke engines. Yeah. She wants to get yeah. rid of all fuel, Gina McCarthy, the same Gina McCarthy who was under Obama, and the same Gina McCarthy who took out the Pfizer industry in Groton because she thought there was too much pollution, and they moved all that plant to India. You know, so, she needs to move to Fantasy Island is where she needs to move to. She's yeah. So when this caller so out of touch. bugged me all weekend about that caller you had. No, you because, know, but that's the problem, though, Kevin. The thing about Trump, it's it's very simple. You like him or you don't like him. But but the problem with that is if you don't like him, you also ignore all of the good policies that he was putting in place that was making America strong and healthy again. And and people not, can't see past that. They can't see past it. Not everyone liked Jack Welch, but he did pretty good for GE. Not everyone likes their it, boss. Sometimes it, they think it, their bosses can be tough. Well, guess a good what? Run. Trump was tough. He's a Manhattan he tough, person. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I think he's going to run again. I think he's dropped every hint he could possibly drop to say that he's going to run. And I think he'll win. I really do. So, Kevin, thank you for your call. Now we're going to go to the last call of the day. Uh, Between Round Bagel, last call of the day, you'll get a dozen bagels for six months. They have locations in Manchester, South Windsor, Vernon, and Talon. Let's go to Weathersfield and Bill. Hello, Bill. Hello, Pastor Will. Another great show. Thank you. And, um, Governor Rowland, wasn't he the one that really started the uh, unions getting raises and during no, his No, he laid. Him was his demise. He laid off three thousand union workers. Did he lay them off? Yeah, he laid them off, and they went after started. him and um, uh, lawsuits. It was it was pretty ugly. You know, he uh, he held his line on the budgeting, and um, and the the unions responded in kind. <laughs> so it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't great. He did some great things for for UConn and hey, the state. state going. Last rebate check I got in the state of Connecticut was from John Rollins. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, we just write check now. Yeah, I got my I got my two dollars and twenty five cents in my gas tax savings the other day. Oh, good, good. I hope they don't spend it all in one place, Bill. Lucky hey, Bill, listen, let, I gotta let I you go. I put you on hold. Joey's going to get your information for your your certificate. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you for being the last caller of the day. Guys, uh, great show today. A new record set for amens, 50 amens. 
The split is 46-54. 46% of those uh, 46% of those 50 amens are are from the ladies. And so I think that's that is a healthy marker for this show to have that kind of of strong strong support uh from from our women and I want to thank you for that so much. Joey, great job today. Wonderful. Uh hey, listen. It's great great day today. Enjoy the weather. Pray for the folks in Ukraine. Uh, pray for wisdom for our leaders, and uh, I love you guys. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow morning at nine o'clock. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.